Episode 19. Choices. Choices. Be careful of your choices. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful of your choices. Your life is a summation of your choices. <laughs> There's some very important choices in this episode. Very. We'll have to go through them all. That's the theme. Mm-hmm. That's the theme. Mm-hmm. Choice number one. To steal your mother's earrings or not to steal your mother's earrings. Huge choice. Would you go through Toby's jewelry? Oh, yeah. My mom has, like... Epic. She has the most gothy kind of jewelry. My mom loves black, uh, like, crosses, bejeweled rock and roll kind of... Yeah, gothy rock and roll kind of skulls. Yes. <laughs> Whereas my mom is like a twinkle. She's got like a twinkle necklace. And she like, has like airy fairy. Yes. Feathers and pearls. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and and gemstones mm-hmm. and crystals. Oh, so many crystals. <laughs> okay. What's the sitch? Let's talk about Joyce's earrings. Yeah. Let's go through and Joyce's earrings will come up. They will come up. Her outfit will come up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Off the top, Faith and the mirror. Oh, yeah, this is, that's right. This is the scene. Yeah. They're yeah. they're hanging out, chatting. You know, the mayor gets her a, a present. Yes. So, again, this is like daddy mayor, father figure mayor, doting on his daughter, giving mm-hmm. her gifts for being a good girl. Mm-hmm. And the gift is a big-ass knife. Yeah. It's scary. It's very scary. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. There's like a beautiful um, sort of the mayor does this thing where he shows her appreciation while in the same breath reminding her, like pulling rank. I think that's something about this relationship that Faith actually responds quite well to is being reminded of her place in this. Her disobedience streak it doesn't go away just because she starts working for the mayor yeah. but he just has a strategy that happens to work for faith which is just to very overtly be like whoa whoa i'm the boss and you will be rewarded mm-hmm. if you do your work yep if you if you play by the rules that we have agreed upon yep and and he de- like she gets a playstation she gets a big knife she gets an apartment so like she's like okay i respect i respect it yep she she has to do these tasks that these errands that he sends her on but she can do them her way mhm yeah it's like it's like having a watcher yeah it's so good yeah. and uh and this is the scene where he mentions like this really important package. Yes, from South America. Yeah, that he needs <laughs> for the ascension to work. It's a global affair. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting stuff from South America. <laughs> we're getting stuff from wherever. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to destroy the universe. Yeah. I guess. So yeah. we need the whole world. Yeah. And it's all going to go down in small town America. <laughs> yeah. As it, as it should, as it yes. will. Yes. Uh, so uh, this is where we get the little... Information. This the whole episode is about this this box, this thing, and it's a crucial part mm-hmm. to his ascension. Yes, it cannot be screwed up. Yeah, he is. It's very, very important. Do you, when he says to my ascension, do you are you reminded of the fact that the mayor, like, what does that mean to you? Do you have any guesses? Like in your wildest dreams, you're pro- you'll be so wrong. But in your wildest dreams, what does it mean? I don't like. I I feel like he's going to become like a god. Like I'm not sure. Like because he's already immortal. You're like, what more could you want? Like, but to be like some kind of god is the only thing I can think of. Really cool. I I don't know. So all these things he's doing are to achieve. This this great goal, yes. that he's spent his whole life, mm-hmm. his human life, and then his immortal life. Yeah, he okay. sold his soul. He got yeah. he's immortal, but like he, there's more. 
So whatever more can be, I more, don't... More, more, more. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's He wants it all, man. Yeah, he does. So then we have this scene with Angel and Buffy having a little date night. They're, like, fighting vampires on their date night. <laughs> date and slay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is as, as they do. As they do. And this is when... This is dropped in that Buffy's like, I think we're in a rut. You know, we always mm-hmm. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is this is also woven through the episode is like sort of their relationship limbo. Yeah. Like, we know it, we know it, we know it. It's been through the whole season. But we're kind of saying it again. We're in a rut. Where's our future? Like, we're also dropping in future talk here. For sure. Yeah. I mean, high school's coming to an end. And Buffy even says like is it are we is this gonna look like it when I'm 50 and you know she's talking about the future I've never even heard her mention her becoming an adult really you know what I mean yeah so she's kind of contemplating it or like what are they gonna do I don't know yeah I don't know they don't know they don't know very Mm -hmm. funny dialogue here where Angel's like well I thought that you know that fiery hell beast nest that we went to last week was a bit of a change of pace. Yeah, by the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Very funny. Yeah. But again, uh, this is another choice, if you will, like to be together, to to whatever. You know, this is another choice in the episode we're talking about. Easy to forget that relationships, that things that are in motion make you, f- it makes you feel, you can trick yourself into thinking that they'll always be like that. Yeah. That there isn't an ongoing choice you're making to remain in a relationship, to keep a relationship alive. And you always are. You always are. Mm-hmm. You always are choosing that person, yeah. that relationship. And they're in this place where they see their relationship as an automatic event in their lives. And they're feeling less than satisfied. And so it must be something they're doing as opposed to kind of questioning the the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. Big question wrapped in kind of, I would say, pretty casual dialogue. Yeah, on that date and slay. Yeah, for sure. Just to drop in, and then we're we're kind of thinking about that yeah. in the back of our minds this episode. And then we get the cold open. Yes. And then we get Joyce's earrings. <laughs> is that right? Uh, yes. So uh, Joyce is really excited that yes. Buffy has been accepted to Northwestern University. Yes. So the theme also of the episode is, where are we all going to go to school? Which school are we going to choose? Now, it's funny. All of these schools, I'm like, where's Northwestern? Is that California? Is that no, like, it's where in is Illinois, it? okay. which is why... Like, it's, I think it's close to Chicago. Yeah, I just don't really know what any of these schools are except those big ones that yeah. we, we But had you of. heard of Northwestern? Yeah. But you, yeah, I don't really know but where I, it is either. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's good. Like, Joyce says it's good. I believe her. I don't yeah. know. There's so many universities and colleges yeah. in America. It's, like, beyond. Yeah. I mean, we have lots in Canada, but there's... There's only actually a couple big universities. Well, yeah, and there's like 300 more million people in the United States. Yeah. So that's a big part. But it's just all these schools. It's like spinning my head. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, to apply to all these schools and then choose one, it's just wild. Yeah, and pay a, that price tag. A bazillion dollars. I guess it would have been less expensive in the 90s. I think it still would have been like a $100,000 price tag at least uh, for wild. these schools that, yeah. I was a smart kid. I am a smart person. But I was definitely in the Xander camp. We're not quite there yet. That's coming. That scene is coming. Uh But going to school abroad was not an option. Or going to a different school other than in Edmonton was not an option. So it it was an unfathomable thing. But when I watch Buffy, I'm like, oh, yeah, there are people who do Do that. that. Well, I was (laughs) the first person in my family to graduate university well, like there you go i'm the first person to have a degree so just nobody trailblazer kn- well nobody knew how it worked in my family so i was just doing it and nobody i really had no advice from oh, anybody yeah. about how to do it yeah, <laughs> i just yeah. had to do it kind of trailblazer marmar so you know uh and the gang has to grapple with all yeah. these things but yeah. joyce is really excited <laughs> buffy thought she was getting caught for stealing Joyce's earrings. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And uh, 
And <laughs> then after this, we is the scene where we find out who, where the gang got all into. Yeah. So, of course, Willow gets into Oxford. Oh. Oxnard. <laughs> Oxnard. <laughs> and... And Harvard and basically everything. Everywhere. She gets into everything. If you have a university in your land or territory, <laughs> Willow is accepted. I know. To it's it. Amazing. <laughs> uh, and Xander, we find out his plan <laughs> is to like be a Jack Kerouac type uh, on the road. Yeah. It's a legit choice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think in this zeitgeist of Americana, the gap year, the doing something else, the not going to university was definitely like a like an undesirable thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it was really frowned upon among many many circles. Yeah, the fear being that if you don't go right after high school, you won't. You'll never go. Mm-hmm. But Xander didn't get the grades. Yeah, we know that because he avoids talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's broke. Yeah, his family is so poor. Yeah. So, so he's going to do some learning on the road. His future is different. Yeah. It's different. Which is cool. But, and this is interesting. I don't know. This is a pivotal moment in the gangs. Like, I think it's hard to be, remain friends when people go all over the place or have all kinds of different experiences. You can, but I think it's really difficult. Yes. You get wrapped up in your own life. Well, and things will change and people will change. Mm -hmm. And that is also normal. Yeah. And and at the very same time, it's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. And Cordy strolls by, says some mean shit. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) She is like, she just knows. (laughs) Like, she's like, you know, for those who have a future to Buffy, like, she just knows what to say. And, you know, she doesn't brag about all the places she got into. No. Mm-hmm. No, there's something going on with Cordelia yes. in this episode. Totally. So, and I'm not, we'll, we'll go to the end, but I'm not quite sure what yeah, it is. What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. Totally. Cordelia, I was thinking about Cordelia and about where her name comes from. And I think Cordelia is a very old name and it's in King Lear and it has to do with the daughter who can see the truth mm. and who kind of King Lear trusts. Um. And she does. She sees the truth. She, she speaks the truth. And and in this world, in this show, Cordelia sees and speaks the truth. It's what's funny about it is that it, she's so mean, but she's always mean and truthful. Yeah. So everybody gets a helping of humble pie or honest pie, yeah. whatever, <laughs> from Cordelia. But it's one of the first times where I see Cordelia using it as a, a, a hiding her own feelings. Yeah, for sure. Because at the end of the episode, something is up. Very interesting dropping this in here. Yeah. So Buffy goes to Wesley and Giles and is like, I want to leave. I got into this school. You know, Mama is proud. Giles is like, I'm so proud of you. Like, he's so proud. And she's like, why can't I go? Yeah. Why? I'm a person too. Yeah. And Wesley's like, oh, hell no. And uh, and Giles is like, well, you know, the world is going to end. The mayor is doing this fucking ascension. She's like, yeah, yeah, I, I know I got to finish all that. There'll be no high, there'll be no university if I don't, mm-hmm. if I don't figure that out, if we don't figure that out. Yeah. But she's starting to question the, the future of a slayer. Slayers don't usually make it this long. Yeah. This isn't usually a problem that they have, I think. Yeah. Totally. And Buffy's died once. Uh, She's nearly died many times. So it's clear that her situation is unusual. The fact that a Slayer is graduating from high school, you know, actually going to experience a coming of age is brand new. The Watchers don't know what to do. Totally. They are. And Wesley is just flummoxed this whole episode. Yeah. One of them is an asshole about it. And the other one is like, I like honestly being like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. So this is when Buffy's like, I'm going to be proactive here. They're often quite reactive, but she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do something, you know, ahead of time. I'm going to do some action before I, 
I have to, you know. Yeah. We'll do some planning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take the fight to them. Is yeah. That's how she puts it. She doesn't really know how that's going to work. But, but yeah, she's sick of waiting. Yeah. So they're, they're going to go, go do something. Mm-hmm. Go do some action. So then there's this private plane delivery from some face tat guy uh, yes. of the box. He's handcuffed yes. to the box. Uh, the vampire henchman's going to pay him some money. But then Faith Pew Pew shows up with a giant bow and arrow. <laughs> it's the size of her. It's a crossbow. A crossbow, yeah. And she just shoots him right in the heart. Yeah. So this is a human man. Probably. Pro- maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a demon. I don't know. We I don't got know. the sense it was like a human because, like, the vampire was like, oh, I just killed that guy. Like, probably was human. Yeah. I just feel like Faith is killing humans. Okay with killing humans now. I think she's, yeah, okay with killing anybody. Yeah. And she's like, whatever. I got it. I'm going to cut this guy's arm off. And the vampire, it's funny. Vampires are like demon killers, but like, he was like, oh, I'm kind of creeped out by this girl. Like, he was shocked at her behavior. Well, because she's going to cut off his arm yeah. so that she can get the handcuff <laughs> off. <laughs> um, it's just funny that I was like, wow, this vampire is like, was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Faith is impressing the undead here. Yeah. With her evil cojones. Yeah. She's, she's gone. She is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so crime club meets They're they're, all doing the plan to to go get this box. How did they hear about the box? Well, they do recon. They do recon. So they, they Buffy and Angel stake out outside the mayor's place. Ah, yes. They see Faith enter with the box mm. from the limo. Ah. Lest okay. we forget. Oh, limo. A limo. That's what's at the airport to <laughs> pick up the box. Well, it's because it's to pick up the guy with the box. Yeah. So they see her enter City Hall. Mm. When the... Limo's about to leave, Buffy breaks the window and questions the vampire. What's in ah, the box? I see. Yes. Then we was... cut to... Crime Club. Yeah. So Buffy has this plan. She's like, Willow, you're going to do witch magic. Sandra, you're going to go get the potion ingredients, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Pew! And then Wesley's like, stop. Stop the madness. I'm I, in charge. I'm the boss. Yeah. Buffy's like... What? No, you aren't. I'm the boss. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the power struggle, but Wesley sucks so bad. He just, I mean, okay. Is he right in the end? Because, so the plan is they're going to go do this thing and like get ahead of the game. But in the end, they kind of are, don't actually get ahead. And it's kind of more fucked up than it was at the beginning. I don't know. They just know further ahead. So was Wesley right in that it was too... Well, they have a bunch of pages from the Books of Ascension yep, that Willow right. was able to get. Mm-hmm. Yes, they weren't able to destroy the box. That's true. But they wouldn't have got the box in the first place if they hadn't tried. Mm-hmm. Also, at the end, it depends how you measure progress and their forward movement. At the end of the scene, you have this amazing revelation... Willow shares with Buffy that she has decided to stay in Sunnydale and to fight evil. Yeah. This wouldn't have happened if Willow didn't get captured. Totally. So, I yeah. Are, is it two steps forward, one step back? Yes. But in two steps forward, one step back, it still means you're taking one step forward. So <laughs> That sounds like math. That sounds like math. <laughs> that sounds like forward. <laughs> so... Wesley, dum dum, whatever. They go do their plan. Mm-hmm. They're they're they all have you know they're just they're really getting good at their their jam. Everyone knows what to do. Yep. Xander has his role. Yep. Oz has the role. Willow has the role, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, then we get this Cordy Xander encounter mm. in this shop. Mm-hmm. So we see Cordy with this sparkly dress, mm-hmm. trying it on. Mm-hmm. We think she's like, I don't know. I was Shopping. like, she's getting her grad dress is like what I thought because prom or grad or whatever you call it is coming up. Yeah. This is what I thought. Xander goes in and is like, you didn't get into any schools. And she's like, yeah, I did. Read them and weep. And she shows all these schools that she got into. Um, So after that, I was like, okay. Because I kind of thought the same thing Xander did maybe, but she did get into all these schools. But now... 
Having seen the last scene, she's actually working in this store. Cordelia has a, a job. job. Which is very weird. Like, what is going on here? Not even Xander has a job. Yeah, nobody has a job. Nobody has a job. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Because she's rich. Yeah. She has rich daddy, and yeah. she has her own car. Yeah. She's never had to have a job. No. So it's really weird. I have no idea what's happening. And nobody does, obviously. She's keeping it from everyone. Yeah. This shop is called April Fools. Just so what you know. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so silly. That's so stupid. <laughs> it reminds me in Shit's Creek, uh, the blouse barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. So funny. <laughs> Come look beautiful. And like a fool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so, Angel, Willow, Buffy, getting the box club. Yes. Oz, Xander, making potion time. To destroy the box yes. club. Okay. Giles, Wesley, drinking tea in the getaway van. Ah, club. Yes. Yeah. So, we've all got our little gangs. Yep. Um, We see... Angel, Buffy, Willow go up to the skylight. Yeah. Willow has the magic, so she pours some sand or salt or whatever on the box yeah. from above. And pew, the shield. The force field. Yeah, around it gets uh, disintegrated. Awesome. Willow, like, scurries to get away because she can't be in the, you know, in the, in the fray. midst of the fight. Yeah. And Buffy... Fucking Mission Impossible's down. Yeah. When did Mission Impossible come out? Probably. This is absolutely that. Yeah. So before, well before <laughs> this season. It's so funny. Yeah. This is such a funny thing they do and they use it for like four seconds. <laughs> they do. They do some fighting with it. Yeah. A little bit. But. It's just really funny. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> and the rope is like a proper like, like rock climbing rope. None of the gear looks quite high tech enough to be cool it's just funny it's yeah. just so weird i'm like they've never used gear before they just jump they can jump like 10 feet in the air like it's so weird but we don't want to disturb the table we don't want to disturb the conference room okay sure <laughs> this makes perfect sense <laughs> and we've got a strong boyfriend who can like pull us up and pull us down yeah very cool <laughs> sounds fun to me so big boardroom fight after this um, the mechanism fails, uh, which is, it's a fun fight scene. Yes. These vampires have, like, office wear on. I know, they're in suits. <laughs> it's very funny. Yes. Because they work for the mayor, and he's like, he, it's office wear. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> well, the mayor is a legitimate, it's, he's illegitimate, but in many ways, he's a legitimate mayor. Yeah. He's exactly who you'd expect. And his employees dress you know, yeah. to impress. So what if they only can work at night and drink the, the still beating heart of a virgin every now and again? <laughs> they have to come in suit and tie. It's very funny. So they have a very fun little boardroom fight. Yeah. Flip over that huge boardroom table. Yeah, amazing. Very satisfying. There's some really amazing... Um, uh, like fight work by the stunt doubles in this. Yeah, they're like slamming their backs into that table. Doing like triple twists in the air before they fall. Yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's a good fight. Yeah. And a, really a dream to anyone who's worked in an office. Yes. To flip a boardroom table. Yes. <laughs> yes. In the middle of a meeting. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's places now where you can like rent a room that looks like something and that you want to destroy, and you can, like, pay 500 bucks and just destroy it. That's amazing. That's the world we live in now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where we fantasize about blowing up our offices. Yes. <laughs> you can pay someone to give you that experience. That's very fun. No uh, employees were harmed in the making of this episode, by the way. Uh, so, after this, they, you know, they are running away, um... Angel and Buffy run out of the building, and they see the getaway car driving away. So they think Willow is is in there. They do. They make it's this great diversion yes. where they can't. The vampires are too close to them that they can't get into the getaway car. So what they do is they just quickly duck to the side of the doors and hide in the bushes. Giles, obviously brilliant. I'm not going to give that credit to Wesley. It's obviously Giles who's like, go, and they'll think they'll think we're in. They're in the van. Yeah. Vampires perfect. will chase the van. 
And so, you know, everyone has gotten away except, nope, Willow has been captured. Yeah. So this is a big boo-boo. Big uh, they're like, oh, fuck. Um, then they have this whole discussion, ethical discussion about, like, we have the box. This is more important than Willow. Yes. Which is true. But is that, does that make it right? Like, no. Uh, it Yeah. I you mean, know? I think people will have... I mean, I don't think fans of the show want Willow to die, no. but Will Wesley's argument is a is a good one. But what it means, I think, in the end, is that if that's what happens to members of a group that risks their lives to save the world, you're not going to have anyone to save the world with. Totally. You know? What is, like, loyalty? What is... Yeah. Being a member of this crew <clears throat> against evil. Yeah. Yeah. So. For sure. And Wesley doesn't understand. No. He doesn't understand what they've been through. He doesn't know. No. And he he is a loner. He doesn't understand what it's like to actually work with a group. You, you reap the benefits of working with a group. And also there are costs and sacrifices to working with a group. Yeah. So they're all like. Fuck no, Willow, is, we're getting Willow back. We're going to trade her back. And, like, the deciding factor is when Oz just, like, fucking Smashes loses it. it. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking loses it. He destroys the opportunity to destroy the box. Yeah, it's amazing. He doesn't say anything. No, he's just, oh, I love Oz. He's like, fuck no, and just smash. Like, a, just a moment of violence. It's yes. amazing. And he's like, end of conversation. Yeah. End of conversation. Yeah, we're doing it. It's the right thing. We need Wesley to bring up this counterpoint because logically you need to consider that. Yeah, no, I think it's important. And the show asks us to consider these decisions all the time. Like yeah. what, how, how do we justify, I don't know, one life over another, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like yeah. we, we have to grapple with this in the show all the time. Yeah. And it's really difficult. What was the choice yes. <laughs> we must make? Yes. If you will. So Willow is, you know, in her little captured room and some lackey comes to check on her, is going to drink her blood, and then she just fucking dusts him with the Floating pencil. pencil. It's awesome. We're seeing Willow's powers, like, yeah, start to be able to do things, yes. maybe. And especially under pressure. Mm-hmm. So really cool. Really cool use of her little pencil spell. So, <laughs> so she dusts this vampire, and then she's, instead of just running out of the building, which she could have just tried to, like, escape right away. Yeah, and I imagine she would have been successful. Yep, totally. Because no one's around, she could have just found an exit. But she decides to do some snooping. She goes into the mayor's office. She finds the Books of Ascension. So this is really awesome. And instead of just, like, even taking them, she was like, I'm going to read them. And there's a little montage being, like, hours of hours. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Reading I think. them. Mm-hmm. Instead of escaping. So it's very brave of her. Very brave. And she's like, this, we need to know this information. Yeah. And she's, like, mm-hmm. the perfect human computer to read those books and figure out what pages to take, which you don't yeah. find out that she does really until the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. No, it's perfect. It's very brave. And eventually she's found by Faith. And she's she's knew it would happen eventually, I think. She was like, oh, I'm not really like trying to escape right now. Like, I'm going to be found out, but this is more important. Yeah. So Faith grabs her and, ooh, there's almost a, there's a scuffle. There's a bandy of words. There's a showdown. Faith, wait, I want to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Give me the speech again, please. Faith, we're still your friends. We can help you. It's not too late. It's way too late. You know, it didn't have to be this way. But you made your choice. I know you had a tough life. I know that some people think you had a lot of bad breaks. Well, boo-hoo. Poor you. You know, you had a lot more in your life than, than some people. I mean, you had friends like Buffy. Now you have no one. Hey, you were Slayer, and now you're nothing. You're just a big, selfish, worthless waste. You heard me? 
I hurt you. I'm just a little more efficient. Oh, and here I just thought you didn't have a comeback. You're begging for some deep pain. I'm not afraid of you. Let's see what we can do about that. Girls, I hope I don't have to separate you two. Willow is... Willow also tells the truth here. Yes. And in many ways, Faith can't really figure out what to say. Yeah, it's awesome. Faith is like, what are you going to tell me that like we still love you, that we're always here for you, that it's not too late? And then Willow's like, it is too late. It's too late for you. And that and Faith is like, huh? Like you can tell she's like, she maybe didn't consider that like it actually is too late. Yeah. And she's not savable. They don't want her back. No. This is interesting though because I went through some shit last season where I was like, Angel is beyond redemption or saving. So is anyone ever beyond? I don't know. Excellent question. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of the motors of this show. Mm -hmm. You think you know. And because this show plays with your emotional life too, not just your intellect, Mm -hmm. there will be times when you are emotionally certain that there is no redemption for a character. And then when the heat of that emotional wave is gone... You can reconsider. Yeah, I at a certain point I was like, Angel is beyond yes. saving. When he killed Miss Calendar. Miss Calendar, I was like, no way is he ever coming back from that. And look at us now. Look at us now. Look where we are now. So we date and slay. <laughs> <laughs> so Faith, is she beyond like right now? Yes, but forever? I well, I don't know. Both characters force you to look at their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Which in real life, you do with everything that happens to you, with every person who does you wrong. You are forced to feel the pain that they caused you and try and put yourself in their shoes. Some people, that's not possible for them to do it. This show helps us exercise that muscle, that empathy muscle. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really interesting to consider. Yeah, it is. So then the mayor shows up and is like, yo, stop your fighting girls. Yeah. Um, I got a real cool phone call. Um, we're going to go do some tra- Traderillo. So they meet in the cafeteria <laughs> school, uh, to do a trade Willow for, for the box. Yep. And this is a great scene with the mayor. He's like spitting some truth right here in the calf. <laughs> you, you kids, you know, you don't like to think about the future. You don't like to make plans. But unless you want Faith to gut your friend like a sea bass, you'll show a little respect for your elders. You're not my elder. I got a lot of years on you. Yeah, and that's just one of the things you're going to have to deal with. You're immortal. She's not. It's not easy. I married my Edna May in all three, and I was with her right until the end. Not a pretty picture. Wrinkled and senile and cursing me for my youth. Wasn't our happiest time. And let's forget the fact that any moment of true happiness will turn you evil. (laughs) I mean, come on, what kind of a life can you offer her? I don't see a lot of Sunday picnics in the offing. She's skulking in the shadows, hiding from the sun. She's a blossoming young girl. And you want to keep her from the life she should have until it's passed her by. And by God, I think that's a little selfish. Is that what you came back from hell for? Is that your greater purpose? He he cannot help but be a patriarch. Like, it's one of my favorite things about this villain. Yes. Is he is a good old-fashioned American patriarch. Yeah, he's like, let me give you some fatherly advice here. (laughs) And he doesn't have an ongoing relationship with these people, which often happens with evil characters. We've talked about this a lot. Spike, all kinds of people, when they don't have to maintain a relationship with someone, they are afforded a lot more opportunities to be brutally honest. Mm -hmm. When we care for people, we tend not to tell them the truth because the truth is hurtful. The truth can be so 
devastating. Well, and it can, you're not sure how it will affect like your relationship. That's right. So the relationship often takes precedence and the truth doesn't get spoken. This is absolutely true. What he says, don't you think? Yeah, he's like, he's even like, I was married. Edna May. And I saw her become all demented and, you know, (laughs) rage against my youth. And so, I mean, yeah, he he actually even has personal experience with this. Um, Yeah. When are they ever going to get the opportunity to talk to someone who became immortal? Yeah. Who's like Angel. Like, yeah. He's like, is this going to work for you? Like, no. And we all know this. We all know. We know and we know we know. But I don't know. They're going to have to make a choice eventually. I, how long can they put it off for? I have no idea. I don't know. And when a complete stranger, essentially, I guess he's not a complete stranger. He's been watching them for years. But when someone who's who's new to the crew can just say this stuff... No one says anything. Yeah. No one. They can't. They're completely disarmed by the power of the truth, I think. It's so good. And he is being very generous. Yeah. In lots of ways. He's evil and he's hurting them and I'm sure he's getting lots of pleasure. He's also destabilizing them by by speaking this truth and that will work to his advantage. So there's lots – it ticks all the boxes, but – is it a weird kind of generous gift that he gives them too? I think it kind of is. Yeah, he's a great character. He's like kind of wonderful and yeah. kind, but also evil. Like, yeah, but pure evil. Yeah, such a great character. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then Snyder bursts in, looking for drugs. <laughs> this is Snyder's super objective, like looking for PCP. <laughs> So <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And he breaks in with the police and they lock the door. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, Mr. Mayor. Oh, oh. And the mayor's like, oh, he doesn't. <laughs> what must you be thinking meeting? We're meeting here at night. I know. He doesn't even explain Ugh. himself. He's no. just like, ah, yes, this looks weird. <laughs> it is weird. Now go away. Now get out of here, stupid. But then silly Popo opens the box. Of course they would. They uh, want to see the PCP for their with their own eyes. Yeah, so they can t- they, take it. <laughs> yeah, they want a tiny sniff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there's a face hugger in there. It's filled with spiders. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very alien face yes. hugger. It latches right on the face of that cop and kills, kills you them. in seconds. Yeah. Yep. So this is what we find out. This is not what I was expecting was in this box. It's filled with five billion spiders. Uh, these, like, spiders that just kill you immediately. Yeah. Which is very confusing to me. I don't know why this is, like, the most important part of this ascension plan. I have no idea. I love it. You're being thrown off the scent. It, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. I did not... I just thought it was something to help him ascend, but I guess this does help him ascend. Uh, but... Time will tell. Perhaps episode 20 will have the answers. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we're going to see. I one, mean, everything would hope. got to yeah. be wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. So they've got a little showdown. They got a little kill a couple of these spideys that yep. are running around. Very horror-esque. Uh, total aliens reference. And uh, Faith uh, throws her knife at the spider and saves Wesley. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Could have let him, let him just get killed. Yeah. Uh, and then she has a little look, she has a, a look of like regret or hesitation Yeah. before she, before the mirror is like, Faith, let's go. Yeah. So I don't know what that is, but she's like, I'm maybe in too deep here. This is like, there's 5 billion of these. I'm going to die. Like, I don't know. Is that what she's thinking? Like, I see this moment as her wanting to get her knife. Oh, interesting. Because her knife is in the wall. Okay. And the mayor says, let's go, Faith. But the but the knife is behind enemy lines. Mm. She'd have to walk through this group of people who hate her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think she wants her knife. That's what okay. I see. Okay. Cool. But it could be it could be loaded with other things. Yeah, I don't know. Just a just a hesitation kind yes, of hundred percent. Hundred percent. Which I thought was interesting. Yes. So 
then after after this scene is wrapped up, we get the Willow um, revealing she's stolen these pages yes. and gives them to Giles. And he's like, yes, like I can actually decipher these. So this is a really good clue, really good piece of information. We hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So there's a silver lining. Yeah. To this whole encounter. Yeah. And we have this great scene with Willow and Buffy when mm-hmm. they're talking about their future. And Buffy's like, I'm going to stay here. I have to. It's it's unrealistic for me to think that I can leave. Yeah. Look what just happened. Like, I can't go. And then Willow's like, I'm going to stay here, too. And go to Sunnydale University. There is University. a future for me in Sunnydale. Yes. I was like, had tears in my eyes. I, I was like... And Buffy's like, no, you could go anywhere. Like, no. And Willow's like, no, I choose to fight evil. And Willow is, like, Buffy's most important thing she's doing is fighting evil, and it's more important than everything. This is what the whole season's been about, too, is, like, fighting evil is actually more important than anything, right? And Willow is like, fighting evil is what I want to do, and it's more important than going to Oxford. There's this beautiful reciprocity where Buffy Buffy was chosen to fight evil and Willow will choose to fight evil. Mm. Like there's this thing that starts to happen in this show where the chosen one actually creates a community of people who choose to help her. Ugh. And that's that's why I think that's why this show is like I just got goosebumps when I said that. <laughs> that was kind of cool. <laughs> can't let you stay because of me actually this isn't about you although i'm fond don't get me wrong of you the other night you know being captured and all facing off with faith things just kind of got clear i mean you've been fighting evil here for three years and i've helped some and now we're supposed to decide what we want to do with our lives and i just realized that's what i want to do fight evil help people I think it's worth doing. And I don't think you do it because you have to. It's a good fight, Buffy, and I want in. I kind of love you. (laughs) Besides, I have a shot at being a badass Wicca. What better place to learn? It's a beautiful recognition of of Buffy kind of transforming what could be um, a death sentence well, what has been a death sentence in the past, into, like, a a, a core value of hers, which is to put the well-being of others above all other things. Mm -hmm. She's done that time and time and time again, especially in this season. Well, no, in, in, like, the way the second season ended, killing your boyfriend. Yeah. That's, that's it. They figured out a way to show us how a person can be so selfless, how a very superficial teenager can choose the most selfless act. They did it. And then this season is building off of that. And Willow's kind of talking about that. She's saying, hey, Buffy, I'm giving you a lot. You need to get this credit. Because people don't, we forget when we get wrapped up in fighting evil that you do this all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, it's so good. And she's so good at it. Willow yeah. is so good at it. And she you can just see her getting better and better and it just she really has something to bring yeah. to the table. Like Angel and Buffy couldn't do what she did to that little shield. No. You know? No. They need her. Not without days and days of preparation and learning. Willow's like, No, I, I have a foundation. I, I can do this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Totally Mar. It's so good. So good. And then the end, we we have this Cordy scene, and we yeah. find out she's working in the shop, and I, it's sad and weird, and I don't know, I don't know what's going to be revealed about that. Isn't but it a weird cliffhanger? It's very strange. It's very weird, like, that we have no idea. The little last scene is Angel and Buffy chilling on the grave. <laughs> Leaning up against a tombstone. So cute. Uh, date night. I know. As though it's like a headboard on a bed Yeah, or they're something. just like cuddling. Yeah, cuddling <laughs> Yeah, and they're kind of, yeah, again, talking about their future. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? Yeah. I don't know. 
cliffhanger again, like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we'll be okay. And what I was the, like, I don't know about What does that. he know about us? He's evil. His only, his only relationship has ever been with evil. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah. And uh, it, I, I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't think they believe them either. Yeah. They're doing that thing where they're convincing each other, uh, like, can we both just, like, pull the wool over our eyes again? I it's getting want... harder and harder. Yeah. But they're in love. I know. How do you get un-in love? It, the only thing is time. That's the only right thing. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a gloomy ending. Definitely. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. We've also got Wesley being very critical of this whole situation the entire episode. Yeah. He's the one that planted the seed of, did we even get anywhere with mm. this plan? Mm-hmm. And yes, I think it's a valid question, but I'm also like, well, Wesley, what, what do you want to do then? Yeah, he's terrible at plans. He's been terrible at everything he's done. And, and there's room to be a critic in every single thing, which keeps you safe from failing. Because then no idea is good enough, and so you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The role of the critic is something that he he plays quite well in this. It's very realistic to me. Yeah. But if I was a vampire slayer, I'd be like, no. Yeah. I mean, and he's proven to be untrustworthy yes. as well, to be honest. <laughs> so, like, no. Mare is beige on beige on beige yeah, at the beginning. <laughs> He's dressed like Buffy's dad. He's dressed like Hank. Like Hank Summers. Uh, just like beige button-up, beige overcoat. <laughs> like It's just very funny. And his hair is beige. He's just a beige man. Yeah, he, he has like... Yeah, he's, he's beige. The monochrome that he can achieve is... It should be applauded. It's incredible how normal, ordinary, regular, boring they can make him. Yeah, you just wouldn't even pick him out of a crowd. No. It's so good. Yes. It's such good, like, costuming. Yes. To be like, you're the blandest man. And Buffy is looking so bronzed. Oh, I know. So dark, bronzed. California girl and her hair is like super streaky and it's almost wet looking sometimes yeah like PC PC and like there's there's some bronzed like low lights in there right with her like super blonde yeah (laughs) I know she's she looks like an Oscar statue like she looks like a golden (laughs) person yeah totally (laughs) but I really like she's got this um kind of green spaghetti dress it's like kind of midi, but very uh, summery. I think it's silk. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. And sort of maybe like pinky floral pattern. Yeah. It's so cute. It is. She looks amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. This is one of my favorite dresses of all time. Yeah. It's gorge. Yeah. And then <laughs> Joyce, <clears throat> she's got her earrings, but she's also <laughs> got this like beige, like lacy set. It's so weird because Maybe is it crocheted? It's yeah, it's like lacy crochet. <laughs> it's just really weird because Buffy is wearing like so little and then Joyce literally has it's like a shirt with like an a shawl over top of it. It's so ugly. <laughs> I know. I understand why you can gripe about the weather sometimes because it is just like what? These two people like exist in the same weather pattern. I don't get it. <laughs> it's so weird. And this is just such an ugly outfit, Joyce. Yeah, it, it's horrid. Yeah, nay, 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 nay. Uh, Giles actually looks real cute. He's got like his kind of classic blue striped shirt, and then he's got a real seventies striped tie. It's yes. like orange, brown, yes. yellow. It looks good. Is this suspenders, too? Suspenders. Yeah. He doesn't have his tweeds on. Nope. He's sort of more dressed down because he's not an official watcher. 
So ever since he stopped being official watcher, he's just a bit more dressed down. That's right. Or he'll wear parts of the uniform, but not the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this, like, blue with kind of orange, orangey 70s tie. Yeah. Looks good. And Faith, okay. <gasps> it's so awesome. She got a haircut. Yes. She got some... I don't know, low lights or something put in. It's kind of like a bronzy, yeah. dark auburny. Yeah. Like, she, I was like, this is amazing storytelling. The mayor is giving her money so she can go get her hair done. Yeah. She can go buy some new clothes. She can go buy a new leather jacket. Yeah. Like, it's just so clear. I was like, her hair looks fresh. Yeah. Because she has money now. Yeah. It's amazing. She She takes different care of herself. Yeah. And it's just cool with this show... Shows, not tells, right? Yeah. The, you have to see a close reading of the show to really see that new haircut yeah. and be like, ping. But we're human people who live in a social, this social society. Yeah. We see that even if we don't interpret it the way you just have. Mm -hmm. We see it and we know what we're seeing. We associate like crazy. We, we, we understand deeply immediately that that things are changing yeah. for her. And we see her differently, more powerful, more organized. Yeah, confident. Right? Yeah, she looks good. She looks clean. Yeah. She's always looked kind of like dirty yeah. before. Now she, she her hair is looking good. Like, yeah. she just looks great. And Willow also looks amazing. This is one of my favorite things she's worn. This, this like, witch dress? Witch dress. It's yeah. like floor length. Deep pink. Yes. With, like, symbols on the chest. Yes. And the arms. It's really cool. Yeah. And, like, kind of chunky black shoes. Yeah. Very witchy. Yeah. It's really good. She's full witch. Yes. She's got her witch garb and, on. And very femme. Yes. But, like, very, very Gaia. Wicca. Yeah. 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 It's so good. Yeah. This is my favorite outfit of the episode. Yeah. She looks like she could be also in Lord of the Rings to me. Like, I'm like, yeah. Elfie. Yeah. Yes. Very elven. Because it's not velvet, but it is a lush kind of. It's like a little sheer. I'm not sure. It's not quite a velvet, though, but it looks good. And it's yeah. obviously heavy enough that it falls and it doesn't just crawl up her body. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, it, it's a great outfit. It's so quite good. iconic. I love for it. For Willow. The action figure that I once had of Willow was wearing <gasps> this. this. Yeah. Cool. And then it disappeared somehow. Teresa threw it away. But I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, love it. Ugh. But she's back in classic red overalls at the end with stripy shirt. And pink shirt. straps. Yeah. It's also the exact same color scheme, though. Did you notice? Yes. It's pink. all pink yeah. and, like, deep, deep pink yeah. land. So, yeah, really cute. So she, this is, like, daytime wear versus her professional garb. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty <laughs> cute. Love it. Yeah, I love what Xander's wearing when he's reading uh, Jack Kerouac. He's got, he looks kind of preppy. Yeah. And he looks really good. He's trying to, yeah, be, like, intellectual in his way. Yes. Jack Kerouac is great. Like, Oh, yeah, he's one of the beat. Poets. Yeah. On the Road is a really intense book to read. Uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to inspire him a little. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he's associating with anti-establishment types. Yeah, love it. Cordelia. What Cordelia is wearing, the scene where the boss lady comes down and is like, Chase, you still have to sweep out the storage room and stock all the blah blah. Mm -hmm. She's wearing this beautiful like silk or satin beige like tennis set, yeah, pleated skirt, really almost preppy. gold, yeah, really with a cute. big white block stripe mm -hmm. that separates the set, separates the tank from the skirt. It's so beautiful, yeah. Ah, just Cordelia is always so preppy and yeah. beautiful and gorgeous. Love, and I do like Wesley's. I I will say I do like Wesley's white collar, oh, different collar with from the, blue the shirt. Shirt, yeah, it's classic. I do it's think very it, Oxford. It is. It. And it's super high status. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Did you have anything for Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered? No. Mm -mm. No. Yep. This episode was just great. It's just like 
I mean, the choices that we go through are just so interesting and like um, make you think deeply about these things, which the show is great at making us do. They do. Yeah, that's everything's coming to a head. Buffy and Angel's relationship, as they say themselves in one of the opening scenes, is stagnant. They're trying to figure out why, but none of them are looking at the truth. Or they're seeing the truth and they're they're letting themselves believe or or maybe they're maybe they need to go through all this big journey. They do, they do. They need to go through it all to, to know that there's nothing that they can do about it. That's what I believe. When I watched this episode, I remember crying and crying and crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't cry. Like I'm not a weepy, I'm not a super weepy person. I do cry, but there are moments in my life where I'm like, I should be crying, and I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm feeling it, and I'm I'm feeling it. But the mayor made me cry because he made me he made me come to terms with the fact that I don't think they should be together. And this is like my this is the couple I worship. Like this is Princess Di and what's his nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like this is also a really interesting parallel to what happens at the end of high school. This happened to me and my high school boyfriend. We literally basically broke up right after grad. Like this, I just think this happens, like it's more intense and serious about Buffy and Angel because he's not in high school, whatever. But this happens. You just have to make choices and basically you're just with people in high school because you just happen to be with them. And then and then it all kind of goes wild after that. And yeah. I just think this happens to a lot of people. It happened yeah. to Andrew and his, like, high school girlfriend. She went to some other school and yeah. whatever, you know. It just is going to happen. It didn't happen to me. Yeah, it's that's pretty uh, rare, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was with someone for years and years and years after high school. Mm-hmm. Same person I was with in high school. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that could absolutely be honestly one of the reasons why this made me cry so hard mm. is because even just, even just uh, kind of therapizing my own life, it was a very, very scary thing to consider mm-hmm. that someone would choose to not be with me because not because they fell out of love with me, but because it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. It's hard. Really hard. So <clears throat> I'm excited to hear what you think is going to happen next. I'd like you to uh, make some mental notes mm-hmm. for your next viewing. We're going to watch an episode. I think you're going to love it. <laughs> I think, you, I mean, uh-huh. I think you've loved all of these. But I this in, part- in particular because of the fashion. Okay, is it prom? <laughs> because there's only three episodes left and we have to go to prom, right? I can neither confirm nor deny. I know it is. I just, it has to be. Like, because I know there's a two-part ending. I mean, I guess it could be prom. But prom and grad are different for Americans. So that's why I think the next episode is prom. Because it has to be. I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm very excited for the fashion. I mean, I did ask you the question. but can't wait. But, yeah, I cannot wait. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Okay. Favorite line? Oh, yeah. I love the line. <laughs> um, this is after Xander has sort of, Cordelia has come into the schoolyard and sort of burst all their bubbles about the future. I think Willow says, like, you shouldn't goad her. It's because you goad her. Something like that. And he says, I can't help it. It's in my nature. And then she says, well, maybe you need a better nature. <laughs> so Willow. I love it. There's so many good lines in this, but that's that's one of my faves. I love after the big boardroom fight, the mayor comes in and says, I just had this boardroom <laughs> redecorated at the taxpayer's expense. <laughs> I just think that's very funny. I'm actually really glad you mentioned that because something I wanted to mention was how seldom we see the mayor lose his temper. Yes. And he loses he his did. temper. Yes. He fixes the chair only to smash the chair. I know. And he never does. And even at the beginning of that scene, he was like, well, gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he does. Yeah. yeah very interesting. So that box. Ooh, needs something it. about that box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, well, we'll find out next time on Buffy the Vampire (laughs) Okay, stay with us. We love you. We're almost there. Arg, grr, grr, arg.